Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, my peeps. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the intro real quick because I feel like we forget because we just jump right in. My name is Man. Yeah. She's Joe. Of course. We are Wicked Awkward Mass Holes. 100%. Who get together every Wednesday. For sure. To talk about pop culture things. Sometimes Saturdays. Who <laughs> 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 we talk about music, movies, TV, and books. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wham617. All right. Okay. What are we doing? No, before, and I know we've talked about this before, but Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Your girl is hyperfixating. I don't even oh. think that, like, that's even a word that's applicable anymore to my situation. Um, because the amount of money that I've dumped on Sarah J. Moss bullshit. And uh, listen, I'm here to support the Etsy shops. And that's what I keep telling myself. True, but let's true. be honest. Let's be honest. Your Very girl's true. obsessed. Okay. Woo! So I've since that episode, I don't even remember what fucking episode that was. It was a few episodes ago that I had talked about that I read Akatar. A Court of Thorn and Roses for yes. those not in the know. And then I read um the other three books. I'm still not done because I'm waiting. Because there's five in total. I went and I said, Hey Alexis, read this. <laughs> hey Amanda, read this. And then I went and I told um, one of our, well, she's not like a new nurse, but like she's new to me. Um, But I recently, she was like, oh, I'm going on vacation and doing all these things. And I was like, she's like, I just want to be left alone and I want to read. And I was like, read this thing right here. And (laughs) both of these ladies, all three of these ladies are just as obsessed. Nicole finished the third book yesterday. Which I know I I was saying she's to not, myself, isn't she? Didn't she just start? She's not had them for a week. She texted me at one point last night, right? When we're in the middle of the, I can't even go into detail. And we're in the third book, like towards the end, like before page six hundred and sixty six. Yes. And she's like, I'm pacing my house. I'm literally crying. I cannot do this. If so and so dies, I'm done. Yep. I'll never read another word. And yep. I'm just like, girl, I'm here for your emotional support. I got you. But we felt everything that you're feeling. So like, but you so, gotta live through it. <laughs> here's why. This excites me so much. Now, I don't know what Nicole readings, like her reading habits are. I know that um, Alexis likes reading like sapphic things, but she's very much into like fantasy and world building and things. You, on the other hand, miss, I like all my books gray and dreary and spooky and haunted. (laughs) And yes, welcome to Prithian. What's up? If it's written so well and the world is so unique, I can't not love it. The character development is what it I does I do enjoy for me. some fantasy, but it has to be very particular. But do you remember when I was like, yo, I can't do fairy books? Like and this is yeah. And people describe this series as fairy porn and that is like the last thing that it is. Yeah, because uh, again, you say the word fairy and that's not what comes to mind is what no, these characters are. No. Yeah. I'm thinking like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Like little fairies that grow mushrooms and like flowers. Yes, exactly. I'm not thinking, you know, six foot five fucking beast men. That's not what I'm thinking. Yes. And among other things, because they're not even fairies. The Illyrians aren't fairies. No, but they're called fae. They're of the fae race. Which is so funny because I remember that conversation. He's like, we're not fairy, but we're not lesser fae. We're just like... A, a just like a breed, I'm, I guess. I don't. I'm fucking... curious why she used that term. 
What? Fairy. Like fae. Because is that just a quick way for well, us to like connect that they no, because, that they have wings and they turn into things? So I think that we're the ones that are fucked up. Oh, well, I yes. think that we're the ones who don't know what fairies are, <laughs> because we keep thinking of Tinkerbell and like yeah. Peter Pan. Yeah, because Javi was telling me he goes, "You're going to tell me that Sephiroth isn't a fairy." You know who Sephiroth is? You don't know who Sephiroth is? Okay, um, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, the bad yeah. guy with the big wings. Yep. He's like, you're going to tell me that that's not a fairy. And then he started pulling things up from like his fantasy games. He goes, this guy with bat wings and huge horns. You're going to tell me this isn't a fairy. And I was like, oh, my God, am I oh. stupid? I don't know what a fairy is. Well, we've been programmed by Disney <laughs> and True Blood. Yeah. Oh, don't even don't even. That's what I'm that. saying. Like, so is a fairy like a magical being? Because I thought that was just like a wizard or or a I think it's just a magical being. I thought they were just little two-inch tall people with I know, wings. I did Thumbelina. Too. I know. Even in Supernatural, the lore tells you they like milk and sugar. <laughs> they, you spill you spill salt and they can't help but count every single individual grain. They can't yep. help themselves. Yep. That's what I was thinking. You fight yep. the fairies, Dean. Fight yep. the fairies. That's the first thing that comes to mind because it's so in our blood. You Never know? in my mind did I think six foot five Illyrian oh, Lord. Dude. But I'm glad it happened. <laughs> so, so did you? How did you? How do you feel? I feel everything. The roller coaster that I've because I've only read uh, books one through three. Roller coaster is the only word I can use to describe my emotions while reading this. Right, because it just it sets you up, fucks you up. That's a peak. And it brings you down to the valley. We're like sad contractions. now. And then very hot sex. And then we bring you back up. And then you're slammed back to the ground and like fucked up and you're sad. Like, it's definitely anxiety driven. Yes. Um, but you can't stop reading because you're no. like, I need this to have closure. Yes. Not only that, but like Sarah J. Moss likes to dump. Yes. She dumps it all. Trauma. Yeah. Emotion. Heartache. Pain. More trauma. I'm just like, girl, give me a break. And then the breaks, it's like it's it's like there's a lull, but not for very long. And it's 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 a it's there's still tension there. There, this is one series that is emotionally exhausting it to is. read, but you don't want to stop. So I read, um, and it's coming from somebody who doesn't usually like this type of stuff. No, and I don't think so... I've ever heard of you binging a series either. Not as it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I, I. The last one I did was a trilogy, and that was like Wool was the first one. Yeah, and that 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 series. one because like I had you had to read them all like together, and I was so, like, yes, give me more. And but. the thing is, is like we we started in the middle mm. because she has a whole eight book series for Throne of Glass that comes before this. And now she has a duology out in the moment that's also going to become a series that and it all like it's all in the same world because Mm -hmm. and I know this is probably like like the the smallest of spoilers. But like at towards the end of the books of Throne and Glass, um, the main character notices someone flying overhead with bat wings. That's an Illyrian. Mm -hmm. And 
this was like, I got really fucking mad at this because TikTok spoiled this for me. So now anything that remotely says that it's Akatar related, I just scroll past. Mm. But um, there's a character from the Akatar series who makes an appearance in the Crescent City books. Mm. So okay. that's the next series. And we're all just sitting here. Like, I'm dying to read the last book, but I'm pacing myself because now I have three other people that are... You guys are basically at the same... Like, you and Nicole are done with the third. Alexis is still working on it, but she also just started a new, a new job, so she's yeah. going to take a little bit longer. Um, and I'm in the middle of rereading <clears throat> the second book. I already reread the first one. I'm in the middle of rereading the second one, but you're about to start the fourth, which is the short novella, which, like, not as exciting, but there's some there's some tea in there, girl. That's there's, what I like to hear. There's so much Busybody is a word that they use for like gossipers. Yeah, that is the book of tea. Such a busybody. <laughs> but I, the fifth book, I'm not. And I'm I think I'm binging this one so badly because you really, I, I mean, you can obviously take a break, mm-hmm. but I feel like you just miss so much when you take a break, like or you forget things. Yeah. So I'm like, and if it's five books and you're like, well, you got to kind of like keep up with it because yeah. if you read something in between, the momentum you're going to read lost. something else and then you're going to read something else and then so you're going to forget. Alexis had to do that. She's like, it's so, it's so much. Mm-hmm. Right. And she literally, this was after the second, because that second book is everybody's <clears throat> favorite book. Like, collectively, in the Sarah J. Moss community, it's the second book that everyone is like, this is the best one out of all of them, for sure. But it's so, like, even just the way that that book ends, it's like, it's so much that, like, I needed a break. Yeah. I didn't take said break, but I needed a break. But let me tell you guys, I think beginning of June, because this was after the, this is all Stranger Things fault. I was so mad at volume one of Stranger Things season four that I was like, yo, fuck this, bro. Like, this fucking sucked. So I was like, I need something, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum to just, like, alleviate the bullshit that I just went through. Yeah. I didn't know that I was going to fall into an addiction. Well, see, and you had bought these, right? Because Months. of TikTok. Yeah, it was FOMO. on BookTok. And I had total FOMO. Yeah, but you also, you didn't realize what you were getting into. No, no. You were just like, oh, everybody's talking about this. I'm going to get it. And my ass was like, I'm just going to get all five at once, which apparently is like toxic energy, according to TikTok. <laughs> no, because if I find that, I think when I went with you the last time, it was I, there was a book and I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, but there's three of them. I got all three. Yeah. Like if I, what if I like the first one? Yes. And, and if I you need don't, to, then you could just return it. Whatever. And I'm not going to finish it and be like, shit, I need book two. I'm going to go out right now. No, I want all of them right there. Available. Available. This is why people buy books on their Kindle. But it's like. And save money and space. But what? So Nicole was telling me that she's like, I had to cover. That's what because I did. Because <laughs> she's <laughs> like, I kept trying to read ahead. And I was so, like, girl, I had to do the same thing. It's fine. In the third book, I had to, because I, I saw, you sent me a video of somebody who was reading it that way. So I took the little postcard insert. Yeah. And I, I, I think like it was either halfway or three fourths of the way through when it started, like Picking shit up. was happening. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, I can't spoiler myself. Like. So I did that. You have to read one line at a time. Yep. So Nicole reads it on her phone. So she's like, I just have just that. Like, as I'm reading it, that's how I'm scrolling. But she's like, 
She's like, it was because my was eyes very do be wandering. Yeah, because mine if too. it's like one word, it's like a short phrase, like so and so is dead, and that's like, oh my god, and your eye just goes right there. Yes, <laughs> and it's just like, oh my goodness, no, I I love this. I yeah. love. So, like, now I want to see if I can get my sister into it. My sister has not read a book in her entire fucking life unless it was, yes, unless it was, like, assigned by the school. She's never sat down to just enjoy a book. Is she an alien? Well, I mean, I think that there are a lot of people. checking my pulse. Like, what do you mean she don't I, read? I think that there's a lot of people like that, though. I, I don't get it either. But I looked at her and I was like, I know. I know. That Sarah J. Moss is the ultimate. She'll be the ultimate author at this point if I can get a non-reader into her books. Because not only are you getting into a book, but this is a book series that is fantasy. Fucking it's like a fairies. Niche. Yeah. yeah, it's like a very specific, like, welcome True. to Mordor. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, it's not that it's that, well, I can't get a little dark, but... Regardless, what I'm saying is, is like if I try to hand her like just any one of my books, I can see her just being like, mm, "This isn't for me." Yeah, but this, where it's like so specific, if I can get a non-reader into this, ultimate test here. Yes, but also Sarah J. Moss either must have a bomb ass editor, mm. editor or plural, or she was born with a goddamn gift. Well, that other series she wrote when she was 16, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like insane. I, I'm actually curious to see the difference between these and the Throne of Glass series. So I heard that the Throne of Glass series was actually better. She 16? Are you kidding me? I couldn't even have a firm grasp of punctuation back yeah, then. Yeah, Amanda, but we fucking live in cloud nine. Like, how many stories weren't you building in your head at 16? Oh, 100%. Exactly. Always. How many spooky worlds didn't you create in your head? Mm. Exactly. I, did I write it down? I also, no. I also daydreamed a lot. And it's just that this bitch was like, fuck this. I'm putting pen to paper yeah. and I'm writing this shit down. And goddamn, everything she spewed was gold. I'm just like, I'm like, how does this happen? I, like the last time I felt this way about a book, even remotely, like even just the slightest bit, not to this degree ever, was maybe Twilight. Yuck. Well, I was young and impressionable. I know. And that was also Jonathan's fault. But also, we're 31, 34-year-old women. Yeah. Reading this stuff. Yeah. And we're dying. Yeah. Of, give me more. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I say this with full-blown honesty, and this is where I'm going to leave it. If I were single and I had picked this book up, I'd be single the rest of my life because nobody's going to measure up. What? <laughs> no one's going to measure up. Thank you. No, my one. problem. I'm so sorry. No, I but seriously, you're like, <clears throat> I want, and I have such a primal kink that, like, yeah, I need that, like, grunting in the tiny, yeah. like, the little bites and, like, see, it's it doesn't even, it's not even the... that for me. It's not. It's just literal being treated like a basic, oh, like, yeah. human. Like yeah. that's the shit. Yeah, because, and I don't want to spoil nothing, but in the second book, our one of our main characters is like a total fucking feminist. Oh yeah, and I'm just like. He when? don't exist. No, in real life. that's not real. Yeah, that's not. I mean, not that I've met. I'm sure it is. It's probably in some nook and cranny of the or world, like the world somewhere. But like, it just doesn't. It's not real. Not yep. to that degree. So, and that's the thing. It's like men written in the female gaze. <sighs> I'm more than happy to be single for the rest of my I, life. I would have been. And you know what? Like, sir, sir, sir. Excuse me. Um, 
what's the wingspan measurement? <laughs> no, none. You don't have. Then you can fuck off. You don't have bat wings. You, what are you talking? You don't know how to manipulate fire, earth, or nothing. Like we're no, done. No, you can't turn into a feral beast. We're fucking done. You can just exit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even take your, know your sweatpants name. over there. Take I don't your care. gray sweatpants. <laughs> I don't care. Oh my! And your your type of, your Calvin Klein. No, yeah, just just go. Your gym membership. I don't give a fuck about your muscles. There's no wingspan. The door's there. Yeah. Peace the fuck out. Oh my god! What's Woo. wrong with us? Many things. Um, but I I've long known that that my boyfriends in the books far outweigh any real human. Oh, for sure, for sure. Howie, Howie made this weird fucking joke about sucking one of the characters' dicks, and I was like, yeah. He's like, what? I'm like, mm, no wingspan. <laughs> Wear your wings, honey. You're not Sorry. impressive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Love you, babe, but no. I mean, I think that any other person who reads, male or female, or whatever your gender identification is, could understand that. Mm. Mm. And what I'm really excited about is that I actually see men on TikTok who are reading these types of books. Or, like, a lot of women are getting their husbands to read the books. And they're just, like, <laughs> their reaction is the same as ours. Like, in the first book, everyone loves the love interest. But yeah. in the second book, we're, like, not so sure. Like, uh, yep. what's, I feel like I'm being gaslighted yep, right now. Yep, yep. It's, like, so great to watch, like, yes. the husbands yep. go through it. But also an instruction manual for how to... Properly it lay is. your woman. Make Guys, her finish. I know that like our listening audience is mostly females, but these dudes, like, all you need to do is pick up a book. Yes. And like the sex part, yeah, sure. But like, can we look at how the woman's being treated altogether? Yes. Unless you're a morally gray man. Like, we like the possessiveness and the jealousy in books, not in real life. That shit gets tedious and old real fucking quick. 100 percent But it's just, it's just to give you an idea, I yep. guess. I don't know. But um, I was telling Javi, and I was like, you should maybe just read it. And he mm-hmm. goes, mm, that's a lot. But I pulled up a sample of the graphic audio. Oh. Because they're on yeah. graphic audio. So the first two books are on graphic audio, which is an app that you can download. And they just released part one of book three. Now, in order for you to download it, it does cost you like $12 and change. So I've not downloaded all of them, but I'm curious because it's like you have multiple actors acting out the book and then there's like background noises and shit. Yeah. Like so, so that if they're on a fire, you're hearing fire. Crackling, yeah. Or if like if you shift it a certain way, like there's like a shift or whatever. The winnowing <laughs> sounds are awful. But, um, <laughs> oh my God, it sounds like a fucking Nokia, like a Nokia <laughs> fucking <laughs> ringtone. Yeah. So, um, when I played that for him, he was like, oh, that's sick. And I'm like, see, it's available on multiple platforms. So it is available to everyone. Yep. I have a feeling who is going to fuck this up. Yeah, I'm really nervous. Yeah. Really Nicole nervous. was like, I don't want Hulu to make this. I don't. No. Like, if, if they had been Netflix... They they have bangers. <sighs> oh my god! I'm sorry. Can the Duffer Brothers do it? Who do Stranger Things? Ooh, yes. Because uh, did you see the new? Du- We're done with this conversation. The new Dungeons and Dragons movie that's coming out. Yes, Chris Pine. My brother to this morning. He goes. Did you see the new Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> no. Like, yes, because he plays it. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. I'm nervous. 
but I'm excited at the same time. It looks time. so good. It does. I know I, I never heard about it before. Do you know what this is going to do to the community who, like, started playing D&D back in the fucking 80s? They're now this finally like, able to have yes, their moment. This is this is so huge for them. Yeah. And I'm, like, so excited for that whole group of people because, like, you and I, outcast nerds, whatever. But it's like, yo, this is us. And now... Please don't try to gatekeep. That's all I'm saying. Like, let this influence other people to play D&D. Yes. Like, I. that's all I want. It's just greatness everywhere. Movies, bringing um, people together. I follow this guy on TikTok, and I forget his name. I think his name is Dan, but I don't f- remember his username. And he's an A++ in my book. Oh. And he... Uh, <laughs> but he, and he dresses really sharp, like Peaky Blinders sharp. Okay. But he goes on lives and he just plays D and D with his buddies. That's awesome. And I was like, I mean, look at Henry Cavill. Yes. Oh yeah, he's he's like setting the tone for hot nerds. What are you hot nerds about? <laughs> everywhere? Or like, nerds just in general. Just, the art of danliness is is his uh his um at I can't on wait TikTok. to see this. Um, he's he's just he's he's cute. Like I'm it's trying to find cute. where he's cute. Um. Uh, these aren't really good ones here, but um, well, because I, I was talking about how he like dressed sharply, and then he's all like, I don't know, like he's he's no, that's doing it for me. Yeah, yeah, that's doing it. Oh my god, he's so and he's he got dressed, a whole he, head full of hair. Look at he that. He dresses like that. Um, oh come on, that's adorable. He dresses like that in all of his lives, so he like suits like a up. What does he do for work? I don't know. Probably nothing. I don't know. But he's Trey Gorge. Apparently, that's how all men want to dress at all times. Yeah, like daddy. God damn. Anywho, oh, but it's like one, you know right? what I like about him. Okay, this that. is what it is. I'm getting Jensen and Tom Hardy vibes because it's yes. not like they're. It's not like they're. Oh my god, they're so fucking hot. They're just good looking, and then the right accessories. Yo, fuck you, Dan. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. What the hell? It's like he's, he's the, really, the way yeah. they dress and the accessories and how they present themselves is kind of what brings them from like a seven to a ten. Yep. And he's 30 years old. But oh, my lives, God. That's exactly what it is. He lives in North Hollywood. California. They're seven, but they dress to impress every day. Brings them up to a ten. See, it's his eyes for me because I, I have chocolate. a sucker for the deep, deep, dark chocolate eyes. I never don't know. I don't, and dark hair. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just like. So, like, I never thought that there was anything special about brown eyes until, like, the internet started coming through. And all these people with blue eyes were like, oh, my God. But the the, the dark eyes. And it's always, like, the coffee or the chocolate or the yep. amber. And I'm just yep. like. What is that? What are you talking about? Yeah, see? <laughs> it sucks. I was I had the light in my eyes the other day. And I just happened to, like, look into, like, the, the visor mirror. And I found a little thunderbolt-shaped line in my eyeball, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cute!" But now I like it's so weird because now when I look, it's all I see. It's so strange, so bizarre. I always thought blue eyes are pretty. Green are Green my eyes. faves. Green, yeah. yeah, but those are the most. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Um, we are <laughs> talking about shit today. <laughs> oh yeah, we have things. Um, where do you want to start? Gold dig. Okay, or... what is that? Gold digger. Mm-hmm. On. No? AMC Plus, if you have it, oh, okay. through Prime. 
I ended up renting. No, I bought it. I bought the episodes on Prime because oh, I couldn't series. get anywhere else. Yes. Um, it's six episodes and they're all like an hour long. So it's like, you know. Um, just and the, the reason I watched this, ladies Is and gentlemen, the, the one season, yes, okay. Um, I, yeah, because it's like a one and done. Okay, I believe so. And the reason I watched this is because the gold digger in question is Mr. Ben Barnes. Oh, oh, that series, Shadow and Bone. Archie's in this too, right? Archie Renault. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the video I think you had sent yes. me of like Archie was blonde. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, so it was worth it then. To me, yes. So this is a British show. Okay? On BBC. Got you. Babasa. Um, and what happens is that we have an actress, Miss Julia Ormond. I don't Well, I mean they're she's British. Actor. They're over there. She yeah. plays Julia. And she's like a sixty year old mom. Okay. She has three grown ass adults. Archie Renault plays uh, Leo, who is her youngest. And I think at the time they filmed, he was like 21 years old. I'm getting so like an- Animal Kingdom vibes here all of a sudden. No. No? Okay. Nope. Um, so she has her oldest, Patrick, and then her middle daughter is Della, and then her youngest is Leo, played by Archie. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> and they're rich. Julia is rich. Mm-hmm. She divorced her hubby because you see in flashbacks that he was abusive towards her mm-hmm. and and then was like, hey, pretend that I'm not really an asshole. Um, so they ended up divorcing late in life. Um, and the three kids are still talking to their dad. Their dad is now with Julia's best friend. Ew. So like scumbags all around, you know. But they still... Are with their dad. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just. I was yawning and my eyes watered. Okay, I was like, does <clears throat> nothing happen? Nothing is. You? Nothing is breaking my heart. Okay, solid here. <laughs> <laughs> but Julia, um, she's very much stuck in her ways. Like she lives for her children. She lives in the back country of England, so she lives in this big old house with Leo, nobody else, because her oldest has a family. Her second lives in the city, and she's like a failed comedian. Oh damn! Um, she's got relationship problems. Everybody has trauma. Her two middle remember when their dad would, like, beat their mom, and they still have trauma from that. The youngest Leo was only, like, a baby when it happened, so he has no memory. Mm. So he's all about dad, daddy's boy, and he doesn't know why everyone else isn't. Yeah. So it's, like, it's family tea. That that sucks, but, like, you have to be understanding because he obviously didn't see any of that. And I get that, like... Yo, but you didn't, you weren't there. And it's like, all right, but that happened to you. And because mom is rich, she lets him live there and like live off her. Yeah, basically. So, but she doesn't really like her life is very boring. She's retired, but she's still rich. You know what I mean? So she doesn't do much. She goes into the city one day. She used to be a historian in a museum. At the museum, she goes to look for her favorite thing and it's not there. And who's standing there but Mm. Mr. Benjamin Barnes? Oh my God. And his character name is Benjamin. Benjamin Green. Not Ben. Benjamin. Okay. So they start a thing. And already, like, you can see, like, he's eyeballing her earrings. Oh, he's he's sizing her up. So they end up dating. And, of course, she's buying him, like, watches, clothes, Mm -hmm. nights out, hotels. She has no idea that he's, like, flat broke, doesn't know anything about him, doesn't know about his family, nothing. She didn't ask either. No. So I'm like, okay, this movie's called Gold Digger. Hello. Hello. Immediately, they're dating. There's like a 30-year gap between them. Yeah, bad vibes. And then 
her children find out. Like, she meets, like, they meet him, and immediately they're like, he just wants her money. And the whole time they're trying to convince her, like, mom, he's bad news. He just wants your money. And she will have none of it. She's like, I'm finally happy. I love this guy. Blah, blah, blah. He loves my money. (laughs) (laughs) But it plants the seed Mm -hmm. in in her mind, and she does take it upon herself. You know, he's... She's caught him in some lies, but not re- like nothing crazy. Like, take my money, but be honest. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, like, hot sex, whatever. It was really cringy, but because, I don't know, it just didn't work. Because uh, the, the chemistry was, was not was there the for ga- me. Oh, they don't have chemistry? I mean, like, a little bit, but not, not so really. much that it warranted a sex scene? Yeah. Okay. Um, thankfully, they weren't, like, crazy, but ugh. overall, acting was superb. Okay, Benjamin Barnes was so great. But this is all, this movie is how we keep our trauma to ourselves and families. Uh We don't talk. Right. And that makes problems. Oh. So with Benjamin's help, like through her relationship with Ben, it was almost like they were, it was forcing everybody to air everything. Oh my God, they gave the dirtbag purpose. Well, well, then you find out why he's lying, why she that like his name isn't actually his name. His uh, brother that he hasn't seen in like 20 years pops up and he's nervous and he you see him start to get. Is he undercover? Vulnerable. No. Vulnerable. It's not that crazy. Oh, it's it's simpler than that. It's very simple. And uh, <clears throat> it's I really don't want to ruin it. I okay, don't. OK, but it was surprisingly good. And you do see, because this was an episode two, you see like a flash forward, they're getting married. And so I was like, she knows all this about him and she's so mar- You end up loving him. <laughs> like. Oh, no. It's, 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 it's one of the, I mean, I loved it anyway because it's Benjamin Barnes. It's the fronting as a bad guy, but really he's a soft teddy bear. You find out is- why he was a gold digger at in the beginning. He's got mommy issues. He's got a shit ton of trauma that makes sense. Probably has and a sick child somewhere that he's trying to get money for. No. <laughs> but it, I was surprised. Hmm. But it, it, like... I'm intrigued. It does show... I mean, it, may, it does show, like, how parents can create trauma for their children that for does sure. follow them through life. And that's very interesting for me to see. Because you're like, how bad are we fucking up? Oh, Tremendously. Our kids, you know what I mean? Tremendously. Um, And just to see, like, how that correlates to their adult selves, you got to watch it. Um, It's a very slow, because it is six, it's, like, basically six hours long. Because it's six episodes of an hour. But I say it's worth it to the very end. I think you would like it. Okay. Um, But, again, it's it's just drama. Like, it's nothing. It's it's no. As long as it's not my drama, Amanda, I'm here for it. It's a a good palate cleanser for you. It's nothing, like, super. It's not like the books. You know what I mean? Like, it's It's not. It's not going to be consuming. Yes. It's just a nice little whatever. Okay. So, I give it. IMDb gave it, like, a 6 out of 10. I would give it, like, a 7 out of 10. Performances were aces. Also, because we have some actors that we love there i hated archie's character but really loved him you know are, are they like just starting to film is that what they're doing they just started filming for um season two of shadow and bone yes yeah oh, which I can't wait. <gasps> I can't wait. and i love that like ben barnes is archie's like mentor because they're like the, 20 years in apart the movie? no just in, in life oh in life 
They're like 20 years apart, but like they're in Shadow and Bone together. Ben's that old? Yeah, he's like 40-something. Ben's in his 40s? Yeah, girl. I had to look that up because I thought he... Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) That gives me ick. Because the girl that plays Alina is so young. He's seven years older than you. So he's 41. Homie! (laughs) Oh, my God. He was born in 81. He had a saucy scene with in Shadow and Bone season one with Alina. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yucky. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) not... Oh, God, no. Oh, (laughs) He doesn't look his age. See, I wonder. See, this is what makes me wonder in Hollywood. Are these old men going for these younger women because, like, it makes work is putting young? you together? No, but, like, also, like, oh, we're, is yeah. it the younger women pursuing the men? Because people always assume that it's like, oh, my God, look at him. Gross. But it's yeah. like, okay, but, like, her, too, man. The yeah, fuck? yeah, basically. Like, so, Pete Davidson and Kim K. Like, that's that's yucky to me. Listen. Well, there are many a lot reasons. Of things. The, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say there are many reasons, but you know what? <laughs> Did you send me that TikTok or whatever of Kim K coming out? Do like, you want to shower show? with me? Yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> he like, okay. it. <laughs> Mommy. Flails his arm. Yeah. I was like, ugh. Total mommy But also, vibes. are you really going to take a shower because you look already like done up? Yeah, no. Well, she seems like, I'm going to sh- not anyway, make assumptions because that's not there. Um, so you watched a movie. I had bought this. No, I didn't buy it. I think I downloaded the sample for um, where the crawdads sing because the movie was coming out. But you actually went to see the movie. I did. Now, I don't want any spoilers, but I know that this movie was produced by uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yes, it was. T-Swift has like a huge song that goes in this. She did, which um, I don't even remember, honestly, in the movie. (laughs) I don't. mm, It's probably one of those things that like just plays in the credits. Yeah. Um, but from what I remember, so this girl who basically grew up on her own, surviving on her own, is framed for a murder. Is that what happens? Yeah. And she actually goes on and, like, is like, nah, y'all ain't fucking doing this shit to me? Because it's, like, the whole town that's against her. Yes. Okay. Um, and this was a book written by whoever the fuck, Delia Owens, Mm. um, which... I always would hear was a good book, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the top when it came out. It was like one of the top selling whatever. Yeah. So the synopsis does say a woman who raised herself in the marshes of the deep south becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she has once she was once involved with, and her name is Kaya. And in, she, in the movie, or oh yeah, okay. sorry. Um, I don't the I don't know a lot of these people. They're very talented. Daisy <laughs> Edgar Jones, Taylor John Look. Smith. Harris Dickinson, David Strathairn was the only one I knew of, um, Michael Hyatt, Sterling Macer Jr., Logan McRae, Bill Kelly, like, I don't, oh, Garrett Dillahunt is the only other face I knew, and Taylor a bunch John of John Smith, isn't he? Cruel Intentions. The, the show. Okay. Not the original. Okay. Because that's what, because I went with Daniela to see this, and, um. That's what she, we had saw, we had seen that. And I was like, no, he wasn't. He was too young. He was too young. He's a baby. Yeah. Um, Mm, He just looked familiar. So what basically happened was that she grew up with. Oh, this guy. Okay. He was in um, Sharp Objects with Amy Adams. Yeah. He was the kid that they were trying to pin the murder on. Yep. Um, I fell in love with this boy during that show. So a good looking man. IMDb gives this a seven out of ten, and I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Really, I thought it would get a higher. Um, 
I I would say maybe like seven and a half, eight. It was just slow um, for me. But so Kaya basically grew up with her mom and dad and an older sis, two older sisters, uh, an older brother and two older brothers, I think. God damn. There was like, a whole litter of yeah. them. Um, but dad was an alcoholic, beat up mama. Um, they live like in this. I'm sorry. Uh, so I know her from, um, oh, what's that movie that she did with um, Fresh? Yes. She was yes, the, she was in Fresh. They took her butt Sebastian cheek. Scene. Yes. Um, you're right. I forgot that she was in that. Um, and they live like in this house in the marsh and you can't get to town unless on, um, it has to be on their boat. Like, yeah, they have to take a boat to town. Okay. It's not just like they can hop in a car and go. Um, and they're not the only place like that. It's just, there's no electricity. There's no running water. You literally are living off the lands. Um, so when daddy beat up mama, mama left, like she just left all of her kids with him. And then the oldest boy, like he ended up going off in the military. The girls left her younger brother or her, like the youngest brother left as well. So she was all alone with her dad, who was an alcoholic. And she would do the runs to town to that, like the same store where there was an african-american couple and this was like in the um like 60s time frame that she was oh, growing up okay. um and they, they like they could see they're like there's something wrong with her with her meaning like they, they're like where's your mom where's dad and she's like oh he's working but like he'd be passed out at home so like they suspected mama ran and they uh, they obviously ended up finding out all her siblings were gone. She was all by herself. So they would try to, like, like she didn't have a lot of money to pay. So this girl, girl, meaning, like, seven, eight, not mm-hmm, even, mm-hmm. was, like, getting up before the sun to go out and, like, shuck oysters to sell to them so that she could get money to get food from wow. them. And, um, like, the woman would get donations from the church that she was involved with to get her clothes and so shoes, So the town whatever. would try to help her. No, just them. Oh, just them, she specifically. Was, she was a pariah. They called her Marsh Girl just because she lived on the outskirts. So as she grew up, um, Dad... What happened to Dad? Dad left. He just left. Oh, so everybody just bounced. Everybody bounced and just left her. Okay. So she was all alone. And she... <laughs> you could see the trauma because she was like, is mama going to come back? Oh, my God. And I, But this whole time I'm thinking, like, your mom left all of you there. Who leaves their children to an alcoholic man? Like, sorry. Um, sorry to take water. Um, anyway, so she's now like a teenager, like mm-hmm. early 20s. She, this boy that was friends with her brother, um, Tate, like, became a very young love interest. They mm-hmm. dated her first kiss, very cutesy. But then he went off to college and he was like, I'll be back in a month um, for the holiday. And she was like, I love you. I can't wait to see you again. Never came Bales. back. Never came back for five years. Holy Never fuck. came back. And in the whole time, she ended up dating this guy. Um, How Chase. do you fucking meet dudes in the marsh? Because they just be riding by on their boat. <laughs> Or, or that freaky wilderness girl. <laughs> but she had seen she had seen him like through town, and he's dressed very well. His boat was brand like boy was rich, mm-hmm. and he for some reason like let's say he was like the popular boy. He like took an interest in her. They did end up dating because the popular guys always want the freaky girls. Yeah, fucking weirdos. Um, and he, yo, Daniela and I laughed our asses off because they were they were like planning this cute little like 
vacation to a hotel, and that's where they had sex for the first time. Mm. This dude, two pumps, done. And this poor bitch was like in pain. It was her first time. She's like, this is normal. He goes, mm, mm, uh, and he rolls off. Danielle and I go, what is he, a two-pump chump? Clearly. <laughs> Made me think of when you were talking about the boys. Remember that episode we have, one um, and a half pump chump? Yep. That's so funny. But what was it for the movie or what? You know what? It doesn't even fucking matter. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> she learns through town. She sees him, but he never acknowledges her in town. It's always like on, they're always at her house on her little beach having their moments. Away. Away. Mm. This bastard has a fiance. <gasps> and they're like, what would my parents think if I married you? Like, I need to marry her. And so she was like, uh-uh. And then he tries to rape her. And so, yeah, Um, because he's like, no, 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 like, I still love you. Like, we need to be together. Let me show you by raping you. So, like, Tamlin. What the fuck? Okay, shh. Just kidding. So, asshole through and through, right? So, she's still in the marsh. Like, that's her happy place. She finds, she's very connected to the marshlands, the nature. So, and she's a drawer. Drawer? Illustrator? Art, thank you. She draws the wildlife, the plants, um, birds. So she ended up, Tate, her first boyfriend, ended up being, here's a list of publishers. And I think that you could send in your illustrations to publish and it would be like the world, the birds of South Carolina, wherever they were. Okay. And after her second boyfriend was Chance, that's not his name, it, whatever. Um, after he does, she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck it. I'm just going to do this. Do it for me. Right. So she does that, becomes actually quite famous. Um, and she does... Now, <clears throat> does she get an education? Oh, I forgot about that. So Tate taught her how to read and write because she didn't know how. Mm. So um, that that kind of like solidified their beginning relationship. And then he also brought in books for like biology and helped her like learn more about the wildlife around her. So oh, she was okay. like very connected. Oh, Tate had the right the right idea yeah. when it so, came to education. Yeah, <laughs> let me teach you something that's actually going to help yeah. you and forget but the he, ancient Like gods. he genuinely cared. Yeah, like he did until he didn't. Um, bitch comes back five years later. Yep, five years later, and he's like, "I know I made a mistake. All that you know, like, but I still love you. Blah blah blah. But we care about him. He helped her. Whatever." He didn't try to rape her, at least. This whole time, Chance is dead. You see, in the very beginning, I wanted to save it. In the very beginning, you see that Chance was found dead, and they think Marsh Girl did it. Oh, so at the very beginning, they already show you who it is that's dead, and then everything yes. else is like a flashback? Yes. So we're oh. seeing, we see that first, and then we're seeing these flashbacks. And then present time, right? Yeah, yeah. And see how we get here, okay. right? So they suspect her because they're like, oh, jilted lover, and she's like, you know, bastard tried to rape me. And everyone was like, no. He's uh-uh. like a stand-up gentleman. Yeah, basically. And David Strathairn's <sighs> character took pity. Not took pity. Um, He had seen her alone as a young girl. And, like, you know, kind of pushed her to try and go to school. But the kids would make fun of her because she was dirty and smelled like the marshland. Kids are such fucking assholes. Yeah. So that's why she was afraid to go to school was because everybody made fun of her. And that's why she didn't have an education. And, uh... David Strathairn also ends up being her lawyer in this in this case. And he he's basically saying, you know, all you people in the jury, you've called her Marsh Girl for years. And that's the only there's like zero evidence. Zero that she did killed him or pushed him. Oh, there's him. none. None. 
There's none. There's just like a, a small, um, oh, what's it called? What you mean? I forget. Circumstantial? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Though, and um, it's all because oh, yeah. like she dated him or slept with yeah, him or whatever. Basically. Wow. So he's like, all of y'all, like he was basically. Way to crucify. Showing the tea to them. He was like, all y'all bitches just think it's her. So this whole fucking thing, she was blamed for it. It went to trial and yep. all because, yep. Yep. wow. Yep. So I won't say any more than that. Um, I'm assuming we get closure. We do. Okay, cool. It's very beautiful. Um, it's very well acted. Um, you feel it. You're like, hi, you're my girl. Mm-hmm. But it's very um, lighthearted. So it's not too heavy of a movie. Okay. Like it's not super dramatic. It's not super sad. It's not crazy. It's just like um like light, you know, like a like a Nicholas Sparks. That I get it's like that vibe. She's like, it's not my thing. <laughs> no. Which is why I'm surprised I enjoyed this. Maybe mm. because it wasn't like Look all at you. Lovey d- I'm Look branching at you. up, people. I'm branching this up. This is great. I love this for you. <laughs> Thank you. Aww. It is in theaters. That's where we did see yes. it. Yes. I don't know what the expectation is for streaming, but when it does come out, y'all y'all should watch it if that sounds like your thing. It's 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 good. I'm excited. I want to see it. Um, you, would, you would like it. Oh, I know. I'm sure I would. Um, so we're going to jump into the last thing here, but, and it's kind of coincides. Did you see that Deadpool, Deadpool 2 and Logan are all on Disney plus now? The first yes. R-rated movies yep. ever. Yeah. I saw Which, Ryan's post. Uh, oh, I saw, um, Hugh Jackman's. That's the one I saw. Maybe it was his. I don't know. It was one of two. I hugged. got excited because I was like, oh my God, are we getting a Logan Deadpool movie? And then I was like, oh bitch, how about read the caption first? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got yeah. ahead of myself. But um, then that's also a good reminder that not everything on Disney Plus is family friendly. Which is great. I'm here I, for I'm, that. I'm here for that. I'm here for all of it. Um, also, I'm sorry to no, interrupt you. Nickelodeon putting out old shows on Netflix? What? The other day, Danielle's kids were watching Fairly Odd Parents. I was oh. like, is this Netflix? Oh, Kane used to watch... Um, Ned's The Classified is on there? Danny Phantom and yeah. he watched is that at one new? point he did um on Netflix, yeah. On one point he was doing um Jimmy Neutron. Ugh. Um, but I want my kids to watch or at least Kira to watch the Rugrats, because I know she'd love it. Invader Zim? It, oh, Kane was like big on that yeah. for a long time, yeah. He was I, into it. I was just like it made my soul very happy to hear that theme song and I still knew every word. Me and Daniela was singing along and the kids are like, The fuck are you doing? Yeah. But I was like, Come on guys. You know what I'm so watching weird. on TikTok right now is a lot of millennial parents uh yeah. sitting their kids down to watch Twilight. Without them knowing what Twilight is about. But my favorite series right now is this mom and her teenage daughter, right? And it's her mom showing all the Backstreet Boys videos. And this girl sweating the corner. She's like, oh, no, no. I thought she was going to make fun. No, dude. She was totally blushing the whole time. She goes, oh, my God, Kevin, no shirt. This is amazing. Those things hit way different back then. Yo, I don't know. Like One Direction never did that shit. I think they did. No, but I think white. But I think that they had this. (laughs) I don't think Bing Time Rush. Who? Like I think they still had the same effect. It's just like 
you know, our age, we're like, yeah, but it was like in sync and Backstreet Boys yeah. for us. Um, just like, you know, the generation before it was the Beatles. So yep. it's it's definitely um very entertaining to watch. And I was like, this mama's doing everything right. And this child was like hiding under the sheets. Like, she was, I, I remember that. And I was like, if you only knew he was a piece of shit now, yeah. but that's okay. Oh, well. That's... I always had a thing for Kevin anyways. Uh, I have a thing. I have a problem with them touring, though, now. Like, new it. kids... And Backstreet. I'm sorry, but the moms need a break too, man. I know, but it's not like they still got it. But that's not why we're there. Are you sure? Because yeah. Donnie Wahlberg was over here like pelvic thrusting to the audience and I was like, no. See, I don't I don't think it's I think is it a little cringe? Yes. But I think it's just like it's nostalgia. It's for them. Yeah. It's just as much as it is as it is for us. It mm. is the nostalgia. Like, dude. Do you guys remember when you guys were just like teenagers and we were just like the hot guys in your dreams? Like AJ was totally my boyfriend. <laughs> of course. I swear I think I switched my favorite BSB guy all the time, except for Howie. I was never a Howie fan. Me neither. Or Even a Brian Ke- one. I wasn't a I, I was I was a fan for like a hot minute. It was most and Nick was first, numero yeah. uno. Yep. Him and AJ like were for a while. See Romeo. A little was, bit of Kevin, but yeah. Everyone's always so quiet. I don't know. He seems like he has no personality. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. But I saw the poster and I was like, this is great. My mom laminated it for me and it was behind Ew. my door. <laughs> but see, then I went from like Backstreet Boys to like Good Charlotte. So yeah. it was a whole. <laughs> I wish I did that transition, but I didn't like a I little did. bitch. I did. And then it was Simple Plan and fucking Newfound Glory for sure. and forget it. I never looked back. I remember when my cousin went through her Avril Lavigne like punk phase. Oh, fuck yeah. And I wanted to like join her in it, but it, it didn't like feel right. Like the clothes, the studs, like the stud belt. I totally did. And at, at the time, that. because I, at the, at the moment, I was only concerned with being accepted. Yeah. And I, so you were a Britney fan. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was when, oops, I did it again came out yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Hit me, baby. No. Nope. I was I out still, there singing with Avril and fucking Haley Williams. That's who I was singing with. I wish. Like I still did, but not. I didn't. I wasn't like in the scene. No, you know? no, because that back then was weird. Yes, that was weird. Which, why? It's cool. <laughs> oh, now, now they know that. Know. That our our fucking all our weirdness from back then is now cool. I know. Fuck everybody else. Speaking of cool, yeah. So in the vein of um, Deadpool and all those things, we did go to see Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep into it because obviously it's still in theaters and it's not released yet on. Um, Disney Plus, but I had a good old dandy time. That was so much fun. People did not like this movie. Yeah, but they said it wasn't as good as the others. Well, yeah, it wasn't really an action. I they said that it was too funny, and I'm just like, okay, well, Thor is the comedic relief. I don't care what anybody says. Um, so like the first and second Thor, they I. Yeah. I wasn't a huge Ragnarok was yes that, that was, was a banger I was here for that but I felt like this was pretty much that too yeah and I, but I think it was more the subject matter than anything else but also no 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 
No, no, no. The real star of the show. The real star of the show here was Christian Bale. Disgusting in the most, in like the best way ever. Like That's a compliment. That man was so fucking terrifying. He was so good. He was so scary. Oh, he was so good. He was so good. So I think he was really scary. I think the issue that people are having, and I think people need to start um, remembering this, is that we are setting up for another phase. Yes. And even though this is like Thor's fourth movie, I still feel like this is more of an origin story. Mm. I won't say why, but I feel like that's why. And people are like, I think, and I felt like this is what was going to happen with the fourth phase is that it was going to fizzle out because after Endgame, like, where the fuck do you go? Yeah, exactly. Where do you go? You have to start all over. I'm sorry, but you have to start all over, which is why we got all these little mini series that are practically, <laughs> bless you. That was cough. Okay. Um, that were practically Classic. origin stories. So we're at the beginning again. Yeah. This is they're Iron Man picture, part one. Yeah, they're okay? trying to pick shit up and again. And people are like, oh, it's just not the same. This one was better. You cannot, you can't tie what's going on in, story-wise, yes, you have to tie what's going on in the fourth phase to the third phase. But you can't tie the hype of what phases one to three were, especially mm-hmm. three. Yeah. And you can't expect that for the fourth phase. I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah. Which is why it took me so long to be like, all right, you know what? I kind of need to forget everything before Endgame mm. so that I'm not expecting that same level of hype. Yeah, yeah. With this one. And that's the shit is that people are like, oh, it's going to be like, no, we're, st- we're starting over. Yeah. But this was 100% fun. Well, some emotional heartbreak, but also fun. There's good character development there with Thor. I thought You know what I think made this? Is that they all had their kids involved in it. Yeah. And I was just like... I thought so, too. I thought that was really cool. It felt like a family movie. It did. Well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It was like a family project. It was. I was here for that. Christian's kids. Chris's kids. Christian's kids were in this? I guess. I don't know who they were, but yeah. Probably like, well, there were a lot of kids involved in the yeah. whole thing too. So, um, that scene, that scene with the kids, <laughs> I'm here for all of that. <laughs> this is definitely all one of, of the movies like you should just take your kids to it. Mine is the you flick too hard yeah. part. Like it's fine. Oh, but also Russell Crowe as Zeus is. Oh, can I tell you that beautiful? I... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him. Can I tell you that I knew that was Russell Crowe. Mm. But I was having a hard time seeing Russell Crowe. Was it the skipping down the stairs while holding his skirt? <laughs> <laughs> the flamboyancy of it all, you Ooh, mean? And I've, the accent? He's, was, he's a I man know. actor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's one of those, like, he's always a gruff man. He's ne- he's in Gladiator, for fuck's sakes. Like, he's not that type. He's I, a disgruntled detective. He's anything else but that. I don't know what happened. I was a fan. I was so I was here for all of, of it. it. I gave it a nine. Yeah. It was just, it was fun. It was enjoyable for every goddamn minute. The fucking goats were killing me the whole time. <laughs> the whole time those motherfuckers but were killing me. But they made it it made sense in the lore. Like it, does. it just it and that's all the makes shit. Sense. It's like so I think I saw an interview where someone was like, "Oh, and and you hear like when you read the script and it's like, oh, this big Viking ship being pulled by two goats through outer space, like it sounds ridiculous. But it works. But it, but not only that, but it's part of, like you said, it's, like it's yeah. part of the goddamn lore. It's mythology. And that's when people are like, oh my God, who came up with this? First of all, 
<laughs> don't judge it like that. Your ancestors. Because, because you've not picked... See, I don't question anything when it comes to like anything that has to do with comic books. Because I've not read comic books. Mm-mm. So if you told me that... Batman took a tricycle and he rode it around the moon. I'm going to assume that was in the comic book somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's not something that the producers and the writers and directors are just pulling Add out of their in. ass. Yeah. Right. And not only that, but like, have you ever picked up like ancient Greek history at all or any of that stuff? Like, no, you, you've not, you don't. You do not part. You don't know. You do not partake in you the, never history the history of our class. lands. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. But I, I did. Um, Chris Hemsworth will always be awesome to me. So good, big motherfucker, bro. So big. It was almost uncomfortable to see him that big, especially next to Natalie Portman. Oh, well, she She's was tiny. fucking huge too, though. She got ripped. Although I wonder because then they had to give her some platforms though, because she's not that tall. Girl is. Small. Oh no, for sure, for sure. And she's tiny but mighty. My dad, my dad, he goes because I, I told him that we were gonna go see it. And he was like, doesn't it look like campy? And he's like, Natalie oh, Portman as Thor. And I was like, totally but dad, cheesy. she was in the first one. She was. And mm-hmm. like, she's been there before. He's like, yeah, but I don't know. The first two. I know. But he's yeah. never really seen them because. It's strange, though, because when, when um oh, God, what's her name? um Tony Stark's. What's her name? Um, her real name, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. So like when I saw that Gwyneth Paltrow was in this, I was like, oh, okay, love interest, I get it. But then when I saw that they were putting her in the Iron Man suit, I was like, excuse me, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow in an Iron Man suit, but it fucking works. Yeah, it did. Oh. It all works. Like just this is why. Like I learned Marvel long is smart. ago. But it's like with any movie because the whole shit came up again with Anne Hathaway playing Catwoman, with Robert Pattinson playing Batman, Kristen Stewart as Diana. Exactly. You have to give it a chance because these people are professionals. They know what the fuck they're doing. And yes, we fucked up before, but we have to have faith that they'll learn from that. In the so case of even, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. And and. And when you think it's not going to work, that's when it's going to blow your fucking mind. So, especially with Robert Pattinson and Anne Hathaway, when I heard about that, I was like, I'm here for all of this. Oh, yeah. I'm here for all of this. Especially how she portrayed Catwoman. I was like, girl, where has this been? Like, Princess Diaries who? If I felt like she needed to be a little more crazy, like yeah. a little more Michelle Pfeiffer, like yeah. a little, a li- like if she had a dash of Michelle Pfeiffer in her, it would have been, it would have been perfect, yeah. but I wasn't mad. Mm. And even with, um, oh, what's her name? The new one. Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Like I wasn't crazy about that cat woman. I wasn't crazy about it, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, I know that the one in question was Robert Pattinson, and I knew from the moment they were like, Robert Pattinson would be the new Batman, I was like... You knew. Yes. You knew. This makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Not only does he have the jawline to pull this off, but Boys. this makes all the sense in the world. Yep. Because I've seen this man in his serious roles, and his funny roles, and his dramatic roles, and his really dumb, weird shit roles. He's got range. Mm-hmm. This is going to work. Yep. He's still young. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. And he's British, so he has the panache. Oh, that's true. So we'll see. So, but back to Thor, it was great. I loved it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. So go watch it. Don't be a fucking hater. Don't be a weirdo. Just go see it and then form your own opinion. That's my thing, man. And Maybe. don't sit there and be like, I was too colorful. <laughs> it was too much Lisa Frank. No, Yo, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. 
like I remember when they said that about the Superman movie, there was too much action. I'm sorry. What? How is it even possible? It's an action movie. How is there too much of anything in anything? Because that man just looks like he's got some big balls on him. Oh my, oh my god. Goodbye. Earth. <laughs> 